Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Sarah Shalala. New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro has announced he will resign. Mr Barillaro says he will call a party room meeting on Wednesday to formally resign as the state nationals leader and call for a ballot for a new leader. Tanaf years is a long time in politics. For all of you, you know I wear my heart on my sleeve. I fight each and every day for what I believe in and I genuinely do it because I care about the role and the people of New South Wales and it's been an absolute privilege. It comes three days after Premier Gladys Berejiklian announced her resignation due to an independent commission against corruption probe into her conduct. New South Wales Treasurer and Deputy Liberal Leader Dominic Perrottet is set to be elected the state's next Premier tomorrow when Liberal MPs meet to decide on a replacement. 623 new COVID-19 cases and a further six deaths have been recorded in New South Wales. The state has begun its final week in lockdown with some restrictions for fully vaccinated people to be eased from next week. Victoria has recorded 1,377 new COVID-19 cases and a further four deaths. It comes as Melbourne claims the unwanted title of the world's most locked down city. It has had 246 days under stay-at-home orders and seems likely to reach 267 days under present conditions. Premier Daniel Andrews says residents will make it through the pandemic, saying he's proud of the city's sacrifices. The state is hoping to lift lockdowns by around October 26th, when 70% of the eligible population is expected to be fully vaccinated, despite multiple days of over 1,000 new cases. Research by the Australian Council of Social Services and the University of New South Wales has found the most economic damage of the COVID-19 pandemic has been felt in lower income areas. The report shows the number of people on income support payments in September 2021 was 27% higher across the country than pre-pandemic levels. Chief Executive Cassandra Goldie says the end of the JobKeeper wage subsidy scheme earlier this year affected many communities, particularly for areas that were disadvantaged pre-pandemic. She's calling on the government to extend COVID disaster payments and raise other income support payments such as JobSeeker and Youth Allowance. Russia is repeatedly breaking daily records of deaths from COVID-19. The National Coronavirus Task Force said 890 deaths were recorded yesterday. The nation has Europe's highest death toll from the pandemic. Health workers are particularly concerned about the increasing number of infected young people. The head of an intensive care unit in the southwestern region of Stavropol, Sergei Babikov, says young people aren't taking it seriously. Young people don't care that much about their health because they think they are young, strong and healthy, so they don't get vaccinated. 
One of the largest oil spills in recent Southern California history will take months to contain as officials try to prevent further spread into protected wetlands. The flow of oil from the breached pipeline has been stopped, but over 570,000 litres have already spilled into the sea off Orange County. The pipeline and nearby oil platforms are operated by Amplify Energy, with CEO Martin Wilshire saying they have all been shut down. We will continue to work with Unified Command to ensure that this recovery effort is, is concluded as quickly as possible. Um, let me just say also, you know, our employees live and work in these communities um, and we're all deeply impacted um, and concerned about the impact on not just the environment, but, you know, the fish and wildlife as well. To sport now, FIFA has given its first clear statement encouraging footballers to get vaccinated against COVID-19. It comes as players travel for the Men's World Cup qualifiers, with FIFA saying there will be further discussions on measures to reduce the risk of COVID transmission in the community as a result of player travel. I'm Sarah Shalala. This is SBS News in Easy English.